Welcome to Theory of Conspiracy. A couple of northern lads from the UK discuss plots, cover-ups, and the unexplainable. Hi, I'm Andy the Skeptic. Hello, I'm Carlos. I believe. You ready to go, dude? If you've got the the computer power to create a universe uh, this complex, then... You, you shouldn't be having software updates or glitches. Whether that's UFOs in the desert, screw, screwdriver, pear, flamingo. I don't I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. Then a woman says, I was abducted by aliens, but, and they brought me back a fish finger. So Bobby says, so Carlos, do you firmly believe we're in a simulation? Yes, he does. And Mr. Paris says, wow, really? I thought this was just a discussion about Mr. Musk's quote. <laughs> Unfortunately not. Pa- Carlos has had some dreams about it. You had to hide from that behind your sofa, didn't you? And so, yeah, I think dreams. I'm not the biggest dream in the world, but when I do dream, I dream big. Not many bloopers so far, man. It's a subject where it's difficult to have banter with. You know, you can, yeah, you can have fun, but because it's so complex and it's got everyone baffled. If you would like to support the podcast, please talk about this with your friends or give us a review on iTunes. You can comment or contribute at TheoConPod, that's at T-H-E-O-C-O-N-P-O-D, or check the link in the podcast description. Welcome back, or if it's your first time here, thanks for stopping by. Today, it's just myself, Carlos, and the chat room. If you want to get in on the chat room action, you can find us on Twitch. The usual links are in the show notes. Um, We're usually recording on a Wednesday or we're just streaming and chatting on a Wednesday. It has been a bit erratic, but yeah, so come and find us and some of your comments might get read out live on the podcast and might even survive the editing room floor. Don't forget to check out Facebook for our season two competition. Still only a handful of people have signed up to that. So there's a free t-shirt going. Reach out on any of our social media channels if you cannot find that, but it's on Facebook on our page and it should be pinned uh, and all the details are on there on how to uh, how to get in on that no i love our youtube uh, page i think i might be one of the only people watching it because i think when i speak to most people they all use it via the uh, sort of spotify or apple or the google uh, podcast but i use youtube it's first it's because it's it's more interactive you can leave notes so if there's anything i say or you say you agree with or don't agree with it's very interactive and that's where some of the most successful podcasts i listen to you can go onto youtube and you can sort of it's not real time because obviously because when we record it but this you can actually leave comments and we can sort of interact with you so that's why i like youtube because it's more interactive and that's what we're trying to do is connect with the listeners and also if and We've had uh, listeners take us in a completely different direction where we've had people request certain top topics or subjects and we've gone down that route and it's like suggestions we, you and I would never thought of. But yeah, that's why the reason why I like uh, YouTube because it's more interactive and you, you're sort of closer to the listener then. Yeah, again, links in the show notes for finding our YouTube or via social media. Also, I've put a lot of effort into the last few episodes anyway, because we've been talking about quite visual stuff, whether that's UFOs in the desert, uh, whether it's rhinoceroses and or whether it's crystals bigger than a human. 
that are in underground secret mines and things like that. And we've dug out the I've dug out the images and and the exorcist actually, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The exorcist image you you were, you had to hide from that behind your sofa, didn't you? Yeah. So as we as we actually talk about stuff, I've been you know sticking images up on on the video at the same time, so you get that you get that extra depth as well. Yeah. Try out the YouTube pages. I, I personally, the last two, I've even rang you up at like three uh, eleven o'clock at night saying, Andy, well played. That was good. I liked it. Yeah. Cheers, Carlos. Um, okay, cool. Uh, we've got no new reviews. We've got no audio submissions or any submissions to read out. Um, if you want to send them over, please do so. Again, you'll get your recording played out on the podcast or read out on the podcast. So there we go. Listen up. This is the main bit. Today is the 21st of April 2021 and myself, Carlos, in the chat room are going to be talking about whether or not this is all just a simulation. Right, Carlos, you've been trying to engage in simulation chat for a couple of weeks now and you keep banging on about it and sending me... Well, a few years now, a few years. Well, maybe. Obviously, yeah. to get it on the podcast, yeah, the last yeah. couple of months probably. Yeah, a couple of months. Um. And you've sent me 20 minute long audio clips of the fact that you've dreamt about simulation and I couldn't even listen to all of it because, yeah, crazy. So I've got a bunch of questions, Carlos. Kick it off with the first one, right? Simulation. Are we like, are we all being controlled like uh, like in a computer game? Is someone controlling everything we do or, or, or are we thinking for ourselves? This is the bit, this is the, the hypo- uh, hypothesis where I've uh, read different literatures from different scientists who work in string theory or theoretical physicists or mathematicians. They don't know yet. So what they're trying to say, there's a couple of scenarios is the, it could, this, right. We're, we're at this stage now where most of the people who are on this uh, chat room or you and I are old enough to remember when computer games first started, it was like bat and ball, like a rectangle and a ball sort of from, from the seventies or eighties. That was the start. Yeah of a computer game now what we've evolved to now where you, when i spoke to you before you were with your daughter playing minecraft so now you're in some kind of 3d world uh which you're playing with millions of people simultaneously around the world so if we take that level of development or technology in the next 50 to 100 years we will not know the difference between a reality and virtual world we won't know the difference it just it'll just be in, uh, it just literally we won't know to know the difference so even if we took that rate in a thousand years time ten thousand years the, the the age of the the cosmos of the the earth is that's like a drop in the ocean so what these uh sort of scientists and mathematicians uh are being looking at is say if we get that level where we can actually create another world uh, yeah. within a computer we could give that computer a set of laws and they have the ability for uh, free will or sort of their own consciousness, and they create another simulation within their simulation. So the question we need to ask is not so if this is a free will. Somebody could have created this universe and give it a set of rules, certain physics, where it can do this, it can do that. And you may think you have free will. And so the answer to your question is, <laughs> we probably. This could be you and I having this conversation. It could be some kind of software update. Is somebody just pre-programming a, uh, like a computer and telling us what to say? What questions for you to ask? What questions for uh, what 
questions to I answer. And that's why this simulation thing, it's not so much, it could be someone from a uh, uh, sort of more advanced species which are creating these anomalies, creating these universes, and they call them ancestor simulations. So, for example, say if you and I, in a thousand years' time, and we knew a, a scientist, and I say, Andy, we went wrong in the year, in the 16th century. We went wrong. So, I tell you, what could we have done different as a species to make sure that never happens again? So, we can create a universe and change. So, for example, Christopher Columbus doesn't go to the Americas. Christopher Columbus goes to China instead. So that changes, and then the the Americas doesn't connect with Europe. So that would have been another five, six hundred years where they don't connect. So that's what they're looking at now. So we could be a some kind of experiment where something's gone wrong, and they've given give us different scenarios. So that's the sort of the answer to your question: is we sort of, we don't know. Does free will exist? <laughs> the answer, the answer to my question is you don't know. So, I mean, you no, said that I, you said there that, that this whole conversation could have been pre-programmed or could be an algorithm. But yeah, dude, I don't even know what I'm going to say next. You know, screw screwdriver, pear, flamingo. I don't, I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. Yeah, but you say that though. And t- until you said something, I'm responding. Okay, but maybe I'm just programmed to think like that. But your consciousness is could be um, could be a simulation as well. Your conscious could be a simulation because if you break it down and you create all these atoms, it could be a simulation. So it could be pre-programmed to certain random words. That's my next question, anyway. So are we are we actually conscious? Can we make our own decisions, or do we just think we're making our own decisions? The mathematics says you can. Um, you can break the conscious down into sort of atoms and sort of computer code. So the answer to your question is conscious could be a computer code. So I'll just uh, sort of, I'll sort of uh, go on to that. So the scientists or theoretical scientists, uh, physicists should say, uh, Sylvester James Gate, I think he goes by the name James Gate, has come across, he's one of the top leading uh, experts on string theory. They've come across his equation where literally uh, on string theory and it looks like mathematics or sorry it is mathematics there's lots of ones and zeros and it's a specific kind of mathematics it's uh, a mathematics created in the 1940s from a guy called claude shannon and literally string theory is like a code system and it looks like the code systems we use on uh, search engines on say google or browsers so that's the scary thing now. So when we go into deep string theory, which is the creation of the universe, it's mathematics. Right. And it's a code. It's a computer code. Bobby on the chat room is asking, so are we in a simulation now? Are we in it now? Or are, is, are we at the beginning of the journey? Are we going to be so, in it? Are we question. treating it? Good question. So uh, to sort of like, because the word infinite is scares me because it's like, I'm sure mathematicians, yeah, infinite, and they can sort of, in terms of mathematics, it makes sense. But when some people like you and I talk about infinite, infinite is just a scary number. It's a scary word as well. But let's just simplify it. So you've got the creator. So say universe number one, for example, and we're universe number a billion, just to simplify it. So the original a universe... A billion, that's simplifying it. Okay. <laughs> no, go just, on, just, go just on. Just to simplify it. <laughs> but yeah. the original creator 
would have created, they would have got so far into their uh, technological advances, they create a world. And they give that world a structure and uh, sort, of, uh, sort of codes so they can create themselves and they think they've got free will and they create a world within a world. And it adds, it adds like a knock-on effect. They call it ancestor uh, simulation. So the answer to uh, Bobby's question is, we're either one billionth or we're number one. So we could be the, the first one to set the spread the seed or we're sort of part of a simulation. I don't think we're number one. I think we've, we're a simulation. So I think we've been created. What about the other option where we're not in a simulation, Carlos? You, you, you don't seem to be even giving that one any sort of credibility. Because that would be... That would make sure that would say we are the most advanced uh, species in this universe. It doesn't mean that there still could be advanced species out there. The universe, like you say, is it's not infinite, infinite, but it's it's very, very, very large, and there could be other advanced civilizations out there, but they're just too far away to talk to us, and we're too far away but from them to talk at, to them. But look at the way we're developing. We are developing similar worlds. The way we, you and I are talking now, it's a, it's a simulation. It's through technology. So it's in not a simulation. Time, the audio no, is simulated a, through digital things. But, but, but look at the, the technology, though. So within the next 50 to 100 years, you and I will never probably have to leave our homes. We'll be in this visual world. I don't so, have to leave it now. I, I, but, but the <laughs> thing is, we'll have to. So, but that's what we'll have to do. We'll, we'll create, and that's what we'll do as a species, we'll create simulations to see where we've gone wrong. So, for example, I'm sure you and I are older to remember this. there's been times in our history where we've not, say World War II ago, could World War II been uh, uh, sort of uh, evaded? Yes, this is what we should have done. We should have negotiated a little bit better with Stalin, Hitler, and XYZ, and maybe uh, 50, 60, 70, 80 million people wouldn't have been killed. So, and if we could go back in time, we could go World War One then sort of Genghis Khan, the Roman Empire, who could have changed little things and to avoid these mistakes. And what you do that, you create ancestor simulations where you look, it's like we do it now where you sort of like, you, you've got a CCTV on your car or like a camera. So you can look if we, you can look at it and go, do you know what? If I was driving, it's a good job I was driving 30 miles an hour because if I was driving 40 miles an hour, my braking distance wouldn't have been as good and I would have gone into the back of that car, for example. So... That's what we can do with simulations. We can create universes and worlds and see where it's gone wrong and then make sure we don't uh, make the mistakes ever again. Does that make sense? It makes sense. And yet you can you can do simulations on a small scale completely. I'm completely with that. That is what simulations are. It's what they're used for, you know, when you're not playing a flight sim. Or but this has gone to the like next that. level and to universes now. So now we, we can do it with people. We can do it with accidents. We can do it with aviation, but now we can do it with universes. Okay. So that's and that's the thing where it, the so there's this free hypothesis. We've either, as a civilization, you sort of um, you end up uh, so you don't get to that stage of technology. You end up destroying yourselves. So it could be through war, could be through disease, could be an asteroid. So you don't get to that stage. Yeah. Or you sort of the other option is. You don't you don't really care. So you just okay. you're very selfish. You don't develop simulations. And the third one is we we are in a simulation, and we just it's like a natural progression. 
what do we do as a species? We, we uh, so as people, human beings and, and animals as well, we breed, so we leave something behind. And that's what we probably are doing. We leave universes behind, but in a simulation. Okay. I've got a few more questions. You, I've got a feeling either you're not going to be able to answer them or you, you've, you've already covered it. But a similar question that I had coming up um, is, has been asked by Commander Kremen on the chat room. So I'll, I'll, read the, I'll read the comment and then I'll, and then I'll say what my question was. So he's saying that your brain could easily be fooled if, if we could mimic the signals sent from our senses. That's why you'd never know if you're in a simulation from reality that you could be living. So my question was, are, are we a hundred percent digital, or are are we sort of flesh and blood somewhere? Is it like the Matrix thing? Are we sitting in a vat of goo plugged into a machine? I think uh, I think be... I think you think Sorry. we're completely digital, but go on, I'll let you interpret that. But the technology could allow us to create sentient beings, so we get the sense of so we perceive, and we have the sense of feeling. So that could be a computer software update. So you could, we, the technology can do that. So it can create like a sentient being. So you, you think you're physical, but you're not. It's just, it's just a, because I, I read somewhere where you're technically, when you sit down on the bed, or so I lie down on the bed, you're not actually touching the bed because the atoms are like magnets. They push themselves away. So technically you're not yeah. actually touching anything. Well, all, all the atoms so in we, your all the atoms in your body are not touching all the other atoms in your body, Carlos. So, when you break so it that, down that, to that 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 um, yeah that that minute level, then yeah, nothing's touching. But all atoms give off an energy field, like like you say, like a magnetic pull, like when magnets push each other apart. So yeah, you can have a magnet on to hovering on top of another magnet, but. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you couldn't you couldn't measure it with a ruler or nothing, you know. And and so, uh, and you make an impression so, so, in that mattress, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, I mean, even though you impression. don't, even though technically you don't physically touch, you know, it's 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 crazy when you start getting down to microscopic. Well, it's not even microscopic, infinitely small distances. The same it's as when you think about vast distances in the universe. It's that that's just as crazy. Oh, it, it, because it, it, as humans, we cannot crazy. get, we cannot. It's hard to visualize without a nice little YouTube videos and and Professor Brian Cox explaining it to us. So it's hard to get your head around. And five minutes after they've explained it, you're like, uh, "What was that again?" <laughs> Professor Brian Cox has actually come on a record literally about last week. Says we could be a hologram. He's actually said that we could be a hologram. So he's I been listening to too much David Icke. To David, to David Icke or Nick Bostrom is the main guy behind all this. But David David Icke was probably in the early 2000s as well talking about this, but no one took him seriously. So what was the question regarding your brain? Was it something? Yeah. Whether, no, the, the question is, so Commander Kremen seems to think that the only way he can get his head around it is the fact that we're plugged in. We're being used by some aliens or something as batteries. And we're just plugged into to a a oh, world. So like, like the Matrix, like the Matrix. Yeah, basically. yeah, exactly like the Matrix. Yeah, exactly like the Matrix is the easiest way to explain it. He's he what well, he sees it like that. So we are actually alive human beings thinking for ourselves. It's just that all our senses are being fooled, and we're not really. I'm not really sat at this I, desk I, talking I, to you. I'm lying in a vat of goo. 
because I sort of looked at her and he, he did bring up that a while ago when we were sat at home talking, and I started sort of thinking it. So it was quite, I was, it was quite disturbing the thoughts that were coming forward. I thought I didn't, I didn't like that scenario, so I started delving more into it, and I just come across this ancestor simulation where we create simulations to, to sort of like uh, plan out. So he said, you know what? The universe was fantastic for 7 billion years, but for those 2 billion years, it was awful. It was awful. Could we change the, the computer coding? Could we change uh, the software on that bit? So, and that's the bit where, so you run simulations to make sure you don't make mistakes. And also, if you as a species, you end up dying off, you've left like a replica for yourself. Like we do now with uh, climate change caves, we sort of like, if we got uh, wiped off the face of the planet, in a thousand years or a million years time people come to the earth they'll find that cave with all our climate change uh, products you know things like seeds and different plants and xyz so that's excuse me that's what these probably uh higher beings are probably doing they're leaving replica universes behind so they don't make mistakes so they might make it's like there's a universe going on now when this is a bit when it starts getting scary infinite that you and I are sat in another universe, but you're me and I'm you, or we're having this conversation and I've said one extra word or you said one less word. And that's, and that's what... Yeah, that's, that's, d- that's your parallel dimension theory where every single action has a, you know, splits off and, and again, it's, it's infinite. infinite. It's, it's, but but you're, you're applying that as well as infinite computer programs as well you can help support the podcast or keep in touch with the boys by following them on twitch and subscribing on youtube please check the link in the show notes when you get a moment if you found out tomorrow that we are in a simulation right would it change anything would it change your job or your life would you you know would you would you do anything different is there anything you can do about it uh, for i've been looking at this subject now properly for about five six years and when I really got crazy into it, say three and a half, four years ago, for about six months, I was, I won't say depressed, depressed is the wrong word, but I was really scared, upset. And I don't know what the agitated because I started going to my mum's and my sister's house. And I was looking at my mum, my sisters, my nieces, and I'm thinking, do I really love them? Or is that just a software update telling me to love them? Because I love my sisters and my mum and my nieces. But there's people out there who despise their parents, despise their siblings, despise their children. Uh, so you think, have I just been a lucky person that I've had a mum and dad who is very loving? But then you've had other people where they've had children and they've had loving parents, but these they've decided to shoot the mum and dad with a son of shotgun. And it's like, I'm just it's like, is that a software update where we'll give these people uh, a loving family, but these people will give them a very challenging uh family so that's it goes back to the questions like have we got free will i don't know so it could be explained as a software update <laughs> you keep saying software update as if that's something if, if, if that's a real thing no but because no, but that, that's the way to explain it because it's because you just give people scenarios and it's like you you sometimes i bet have you ever thought to yourself why does that person do that to his daughter or his son or his brother or his sister or his mother it says you'll never comprehend it and obviously they could blame it to mental health, blame it on X, Y, Z, but maybe it's just, it's the program to keep, there's a thing uh, by uh, a mathematician, so I don't know if you're on the computer there, uh, Summit Conway, 
is a, a mathematician, an English mathematician called Summit Con- James, I'm going to say James Conway, but it's definitely Conway, where he created this virtual world. It's called the game of life. And you give it certain rules. And by giving this computer system simulation certain rules, they created complex structures, patterns on the computer. I think it's called the game of life. By okay. uh, It was an English mathematician called Conway. And you get all these. And now apply that to the universe. We'll give gravity the main ingredient. And it will give these certain elements, so nitrogen and carbon and so forth. And then you you say, what will this universe create once you, uh, it's like some kind of primordial soup. You mix it all around and we'll create an octopus. We'll create a killer whale. We'll create a human being. We'll create some kind of goldfish. And that's what it does. You just, just you're putting all these sort of math, uh, these equations out there and you just see what happens. Okay. So yeah, that's. There's a computer game like that, um, supposedly like that, uh, and it, it basically a guy wrote an algorithm so that it basically just it can come up with billions and trillions of different possibilities. Uh, it's uh, and you fly around. It's called No Man's Sky. You fly around to planets, and you can land on planets, and you never know. But even though he's got this this formula that can spin out all these different combinations, uh, it's still driven by parameters. You know, it's like, you know, okay, think of a number. Now think of another number and times it by a third number. And it's you're still limited by the numbers you can put in because you can only, you know, it'll be like think of a number between 1 and 999, and then another number between 1 and 999. When you start timesing them all together, this is, I mean, because he, he's obviously worked it out. It's not infinite, but he's worked the number out. He can come up with however many billion or trillion it is by times in these numbers well, together. So that's all. You, that's all your different combinations. The universe you, is the same, though. It's got some kind of structures and some limits, like we can't travel faster than the speed of light, or everything's governed by gravity. It's like gravity is the, and we've got yeah. what we, we we account we account for four point nine percent of the universe. We know what it is, but then is that over ninety five point one percent? It's either it's dark energy or dark matter. So we, so there is the obviously we already know. Say call it five percent of the universe. The rest we don't know, but it's all it's all some kind of a, a string theory is now. Obviously, this guy, this uh, James Gate, is actually uh, the mathematics says the when string theory is probably the creation of the universe has has got a basic mathematical code, lots of ones and zeros, and it's a it's a mathematics like I said created from Claude Shannon in the 1940s, and that's when I start thinking, wow, it's like a computer simulation. That is, it's like it's like everything has a code. <laughs> it's it's hard to sort of. It's hard to sort of get your head around it and stuff like because, like I said, for the I like can, I said, I can completely get my head around it. I just on this subject we said before where it's like I was felt sad and stuff, but then and I started. Do you know what? It is what it is. What can I do about it? It's not much I can do about it. But I started thinking, how do I, for me to comprehend this and sort of understand it, I need to think like a parachute. And what do you mean? It's like you need to only a parachute only opens when it's uh, only works when it's open. And that's what I did. So I had to sort of think about it. What can I do about it? Just at the moment, there's not much you can do about it. But maybe there is a way of going out the simulation and coming back in. 
But it's like any computer, they always leave back doors. Obviously, you're more techie than me, but they may leave certain, call it like a wormhole or a Rosenbridge, where you can enter, you can go through different, you can link in with other programs. And that, so, yeah, that's the answer to your question. So, Control, alt, and delete. That's what, <laughs> that's what it is. Turn it off and turn it on again. Right. Um, let's say, so I've got another question. Let's say we're not in a sim, right? Let's just imagine okay. that wacky idea just, just for a second right this is real reality it is what it is right does the fact that what we have what we know is is that not amazing not more amazing and wondrous and special than it being just someone's computer program the fact that this is real and it's not a computer program is that not more amazing to think like that yeah, of course it's amazing. That's why I'm sort of, that's why I like it. That's why it's, it's fascinating. It's intriguing where it, you say, is this just natural uh, that we're thinking? So if I say, think of a yellow elephant, thinking of a yellow elephant, where's that come from? So it's like, yeah, so it is what you're saying. It's, it's, is it, so you get the sense this is free will. And I think Commander Krem will probably think we don't have free will. So it's like, you're, you could be programmed to think the way you, you're having free will, and the questions you're saying, it could be, it could be you creating, it, or it could be someone from a say a, a more advanced species putting these words into your mouth, just giving you certain vocabularies, certain words for you to say. So the answer to your question is this: is, it is amazing, but you have to take the idea. This is probably a fifty-fifty chance. This could be a simulation. <laughs> Okay, I've seen this 50-50 thing on the internet as well. Mm-hmm. Listeners, if you've ever been on TikTok, you, you, you've you probably seen videos that people have shared or on YouTube going, oh, is this, is this proof we're in the Matrix? Where it's something like a cat will walk past the door and then a cat will walk past the door again. That I've taken directly out of the Matrix. It was a deja vu comment thing. But you, they, they see things like that. Or it's a they'll video a plane and it looks like the plane is frozen in midair. And it's not, it's just that they're traveling at the same time as the, the, the plane is traveling and it, it's just a visual optic illusion. Carlos, whatever it is. Like, gl- like a glitch, I mean. Like a, gl- like a yeah, glitch, yeah. People are saying it's glitches. Here's, here's proof of a glitch that we're living in a matrix. Carlos, what what have you experienced? What have you got? Uh, what, what evidence have you got for these glitches that explain it's a computer uh, program? Two or three, I can say. Well, firstly, the way I look at it. So if, you, if you've got the the computer power to create a universe uh, this complex, then you, you shouldn't be having software updates or glitches because you've, you've, you've gone past that stage. So, but if, we, if there was a glitch in the matrix, you could easily stop it, rewind it, wipe everybody's memory and sort of keep in, and press play again. So that's one way I've looked at that way. So, okay, if there was a glitch, I'd stop it wipe everybody's memory and then just rewind it 30 seconds and then press play and then you'd be none the wiser. That's one scenario. The other one, which is you and I and Nick have covered, is the Mandela effect. Could there be a glitch in the Matrix where they've done things and they've stopped it, they've slightly rewinded it, but then just, I'll give you an example. You, you go to work in the morning, you've left your car keys on the kitchen table. That's, that's it. You're all, you left them there. You go back and they're not there. It's like, can it do there? Ten minutes ago, I'm only in my, I do there. 
you're looking under your bedroom, under the bed, your coat pockets, the, the washing machine, the windowsill. You look at, you go back and the keys are back on the other side of the table. You think, well, I must have left it there. That's happened. I'm sure that's happened to everyone. You think, I, I looked there, it wasn't there, but it's there now on the other side of the table. So that could be a little glitch in the matrix. Um, that's one, that's one scenario. There's another one where I've sort of, I think I've spoken to yourselves and Nick about this, where I've, uh, many, 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 many years ago, I sort of, in a sort of kind of sort of trance state, I sort of met myself, but in, I was like a sort of uh, a female version of me. It was me. So it was like, but very feminine. I don't mean with long hair, boobs and all, but it was me sort of, but very feminine me. I recognized her, but I didn't know her. Or I knew her, but I didn't recognize her. And she was sort of, I won't say upset with me, but she was sort of like, uh, I'm going to say she, because obviously it just looked like me, but more feminine. But it's like, she was a bit upset, like looking away from me, just like, as if to say, yeah, I've told you, I've told you. And it's like, so I sort of like, and she says, I'm going to show you something, and then I'm going to wipe it all away. So that would, and literally, I remember so much just a bad play, and then, I don't remember anything after that. So I've had that scenario happen a couple of times. And I couldn't, I just thought it's probably some kind of, so, uh, psychotic episode. No, endorphins in the brains and stuff like that. But I started thinking, then I started putting together, could I have just linked in with another simulation universe or a parallel universe, whatever you want to call it. And I've managed to tap into like we said before, you and I could be having this conversation in another parallel universe where you said an extra word and I've said one less word, and I've tapped into the person who created this simulation or created me within this simulation. So those are the I, obviously that doesn't mean oh it's that that's happened to me so it's gospel, but I've put these things together and think okay, it's not like the old like a in the in the Matrix where you got the glitch where the cat or deja vu the first we don't know it's deja vu but yeah that could be that could be sort of me tapping into uh sort of another simulation or another parallel universe or the creator of this universe for example and yeah and that's the thing where we also talked about the the mandala effect that could be one where they've just stopped it they've rewound it and not everything's gone back to place okay so this software update has not updated everyone in the database is what you're saying with the mandela effect well why would people remember i get what you i get what you say i get what you're saying there with that one it's a subject so it's difficult to have banter with you know you can yeah you can have fun but because it's so complex and it's got everyone baffled it's got everyone baffled i think the only person baffled is you man i mean I'm trying to be no, nice. It's, it's, I'm trying to be nice, but because you've had some Yeah, but I I I wish I wish I just be I just wish I just uh, didn't have this inquisitive mind and I just wish I believed everything I read and I wish I believed everything was written and the sun was correct and stuff like that. But so, because because you've had a... because you've had dreams, dude. Let's let's call no, them this dreams. Is, this, this, uh, this this is not just dreams. This is just this is just I know, like, I know, but uh, just pieces, to summarize pieces. I know, let's just summarise it, but let's just like group them into dreams. The, the, because you've had these dreams and these trances, if you want to call it, if you want to call it a trance rather than an experience. <laughs> because you've had these dreams, dreams are, dreams is just your mind 
backfiring weird thing. You know, dream, dreams are dreams. You can dreams of all sorts of fantastical, crazy things. It doesn't make me make any dream true, does it? It doesn't make it. I'm sure our our ancestors and forefathers took their dreams sort of more uh, serious. But is it because I don't think they interpreted them we, we, literally, though, did they? No, I think they did. They, they, some of them probably thought they were talking to from gods and stuff like that, or deities. So, but this, what this does, the dream, you can try to get people who go into sort of like uh, lucid dreaming and they've got, well, they have that sort of kind of out of body experiences. And so, yeah, I think dreams, I'm not the biggest dream in the world, but when I do dream, I dream big kind of thing. It's one of them. See if I have really random dreams or I have dreams where, wow, it's sort of like, yeah. That's quite scary because the the voicemail I left was uh, you and Nick was probably about twenty minutes. I think I wake up at like seven o'clock in the morning, wherever it was, and literally grab my phone, press record, and within five seconds of waking up, so I sound sound very groggy and stuff like because I'm still asleep. But it's just, and I thought it was so the dream was so real that I kept waking up, going to the toilet, and then going back to sleep again, and just carrying on where I left off, as if it was like it's like I've just pressed pause on netflix and carried back in on dude i i've had i've had dreams like that where you can you can wake up and then go back to sleep and carry on dreaming it but it, it but what you know i didn't wake i did i didn't then when i finally woke up proper or you know woke up for the day then yeah you think about it for 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 a while but it didn't sort of like there was no like revelations i didn't i hadn't seen aliens or but I was asking the questions as I was going to bed. I was asking the questions. I was like, okay, I'm ready for the answers. Or I'm, I think I'm hopefully I'm ready for the answers. Because I believe where, you know, where people have these uh, premonitions or visions or experiences, it, it's, it's not random. Sometimes we're not, sometimes we're not ready. Some people are not ready for that. And then I, th- I do believe if you sort of open up your mind and say, right, I'm ready to accept certain messages or X, Y, Z, then things will filter through. Because otherwise, if, if you're a complete non-believer and don't believe it and someone turned up in your mind, you, you'd be frightened. You'd be absolutely frightened. So I, I, think I wouldn't sort of... be. I'm, not, I'm a non-believer, but I wouldn't be frightened. But I just think that's crazy. You, you can't... <sighs> yeah, you can't... <laughs> you can't answer questions that your brain doesn't know and then in a dream state because it's playing on your mind it's that you start throwing all these crazy things i mean i've had, I've had oh, no, some the... wacky dreams man but it, I, wait, I just know they're not real let me let me ask a question from bobby in the chat room so okay. he says if we're in a simulation do you think there are some people that are aware that they're in a simulation and they're they have some sort of control and they can you know sort of guide that guide it towards their own will and purpose for example elon musk jeff bezos bill gates good question bobby uh i believe once you sort of grasp it and you can manipulate the the simulation because you get people right just to summarize you get people we're not all we're not all dealt the same deck of cards in life some people are born rich some people are born poor some people have a great education some people have a poor education but we all got the ability to do something with ourselves and develop ourselves. So what people, you get people where, oh, the reason why I'm not got a, I'm not CEO of that company is because, because of the, 
uh, because they were sort of because of racist or prejudice, it's because of female, because of male, because of extra. So they're putting obstacles in themselves. Why? When you get these other people, you will go, I will be number one. I will be the the most the richest man in the world. I will be the champion uh, champion boxer, for example. So what they've done, it's like they've opened up the simulation, and they've allowed themselves to be better. It's like they've upgraded themselves. You know, like you got on a computer game where you got a computer where you you kept getting beat on level forty two. Then somebody gives you a little cheat where you just get unlimited lives for the next three or four rounds. You go straight through, and that could be your mindset. And the people have talked about, and this is, I'm not I'm not gone deep into, it, but people say sometimes if you go against the norm, which is you go five, four, three, two, one, I will be X, Y, Z. I will be the best person at what I do at my job because your mind's reset it because your mind goes A, B, C, D, one, two, three, four. It's a pattern. You've been creating a pattern. Once you create, go against the pattern, you sort of you, you sort of re, like reset yourself and start again. So the answer to the question is yes. I think once you be able to understand the software, the coding, you can make it, you can manipulate it into your uh, to to benefit you. Okay. But the the answer to your question is this could also open up portals and doorways to people using it negatively because people might use it and go, I I'm going to become more powerful, but I'm going to use this power to destroy other people. So it's open to up to uh, misuse. Okay, so Carlos, given the fact that you're 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 woke to this now and you're fully aware of it we're so you're basically telling us you're either you're either going to be the next multimillionaire you're going to be the next elon musk or or you're going to misuse it and you're going to be the next hitler or or worse or worse yeah (laughs) no but because that because that's what people because people how many times have you come across people and they go the reason why they're not successful is because of X, Y, Z. They blame everyone except except themselves. But you get people who who uh, have created, created uh, sort of empires from nothing, from scratch. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's like, dude, oh, it's it's, it's extremely like, easy. It's extremely easy for someone to, you know, let's say Elon Musk, right? It's extremely easy for someone like Elon Musk to say, right. I I self-taught all this. I I created a company. I sold it. I made some money. I I, I did some stuff with that money that which made me more money and more money and more money. And I did it all because of my PMA, my positive mental attitude and outlook and everything. And if I can do it, anyone can do it. It's a little bit more than that. It's a little bit more. Okay, but it's easy for him to say that. And then the but it is true. Someone else that didn't have the same exact same ideas and wasn't as lucky. What if what if he never sold PayPal? What if PayPal didn't take off and it was a different uh, money, internet money payment thing, uh, uh, world pay or I can't even think of any. He would have you know. he would he would have done something else. That's the thing with these people. Like, you don't know. If you, you don't t- know. If you, if you if you tell a person or if you say, for example, if you tell a girl she's ugly, she's fat, she's spotty, she's hairy, she's this, she's going to believe it. But if you tell that person that it's sort of like you are, you're fantastic, you're beautiful, you're confident, that person will grow. But also that person will know how to manipulate their surroundings and the simulation itself. And that's it. It's, it your surrounding is probably the simulation. You, because you, if you ever walked into a room and you think, wow, this guy's got, I don't know who he is, but there's a certain aura about him because he can manipulate the room. 
So he can make people say yes, he can make people say no, because he's, he knows how to manipulate the, the simulation around him or her. Okay. Right, Carlos. Have you got, yes or no, I don't want you to just theorize, <laughs> have you got any proof we are in a sim? Proof, any proof, other than dreams? I, I want, is the proof that we're in a sim? Um, out there, I don't feel I have proof through experiences and what I've witnessed and seen, but it's not it's not recorded or documented. It's what I've spoken about, and so, so it's like. But you, so, so you that you can't you can't prove you can't generate evidence other than just like I just just like I can't prove to you I love my mum. I got you. I can't okay. prove I love you, my mum to you. I can't. Okay. I love you, so, but I can't prove it to you. Science, ooh, science a bit. What if I have proof that we're not in a sim? Um, do you think I can prove that we're not in a sim? Or do you think it's just as uh, hard for me to prove we're not in a sim? I don't think you could prove we're in a sim. So we're not in a sim, you're saying? This is not a simulation? This is not a simulation, yeah, yeah. All right. You can prove that. You don't think, okay, let me have a stab at it then, right? So this is not my proof. This is. A couple of scientists that discovered that it's actually impossible to model the physics of our universe on the biggest theoretical computer you could ever imagine. Um, so these two guys, Zohar Ringle and Dmitry Kovrisin, they are theoretical physicists from uh, the University of Oxford and the Hebrew University in Israel. Israel. And a, few, a couple of years ago, um, they put together a team of mathematicians and physicists and they published a research paper and it wasn't originally to answer this question but it does it does it does answer the question of is it possible to create a computer now you can you're you can say to me ah that's just based on the technology blah 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 that we know however right one of the things they did is uh, according to their research right and their best approximations for you know the 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 best ever computer you could ever imagine right based on because computers are physical things but um it but, but so what they so what they came up with right they said it would require a terabyte of ram just to store 20 spins of a single particle right at the quantum level right so that's like um that's like a it's like smaller than an atom right a particle right now just to simulate your hand moving how many billions of particles are in your hand, right? So just to simulate one, it's a terabyte of RAM, right? If you then extrapolate that to a few hundred spins, then the computer would require so much memory, it it would be it would require more atoms than there are in the universe. That's just one particle spinning a, f a couple of hundred times in this virtualized system, right? So they can't even do it for one particle you know, uh, for any sort of length of time because it would require more atoms in the universe to build this this RAM. Never mind all the other gubbins you need to run a simulation. Just to, just to build memory big enough to hold that data. Well, to, to, to sort of jump in on that, so on. I've, looked, I've looked into that and uh, someone gave a scenario where, say, for example, 
if I said to you, uh, cut that person's leg off, what's going to come out? It could be, yeah, you're going to think it's going to be uh, tendons, veins, blood, muscle, bone, all that's going to come out. But that's only once we've cut the leg. Once the leg is all attached, that body could be empty. So they could be saving uh, RAMs or data or information on the person. So the person, <laughs> we could be hollow. We could be hollow. It's only when we, it's a bit like people talk about the moon. When yeah. we go to the moon, we physically landed on the moon, but the scientists out there who say the moon is a just a disc or a, a yeah. hollow object, only when we go to the moon, only when we physically go to the moon and take rocks, it becomes solid. But from a distance, it's hollow. So, okay. so they've saved. So they've saved uh, rams. They've saved yeah. uh, memory space by making it hollow. It's like if I, I if I cut my table leg, there's going to be wood in there, but it could be just an empty, just could be empty space. Only when I cut the leg, uh, the the creator of the simulation adds, uh, fills it in basically. Fills. Even even if everything was ninety nine percent empty. Uh, you still couldn't. I mean, I mean, yeah. I think what you're confusing is the fact that we can now do deep fake videos and things like that, where it's very hard to distinguish Tom Cruise from a from the real Tom Cruise. You know, a virtual Tom no, Cruise not, from a real not, Tom Cruise, but we, we, right? But that that is yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that is just that is just that is just the outer layer. You've still got to then. You've st- if you want that to be a simulation, that's that is not a simulation. That is a uh, that is a replica of something, um, and that is possible to do, right? What you're not doing is this this deep fake Tom Cruise that you've made. He's not thinking for himself. He's not physical. Well, he's that, not interacting with. He's not interacting. He's yeah. It's it's but it's not a true simulation in what you mean. It's not. Do you know what's hard to create? A real universe. Do you know what's easy to create? A simulated universe. And but it's so not physical, why... Carlos. Is it? Well, to us it's physical, but it's it's not simulation. <laughs> okay. No, it's, 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 it's not. All right. That, that's what that's what it's like. That's why the we're, we're, you're talking about technology. What we could, what would our computers be like in ten thousand years time? 1,000 years, so 100,000. Let's throw a crazy number out. What, what will our technology be like in 1 million years' time if we don't kill ourselves or blow ourselves up? So that's the bit where this... That's why it's such a difficult subject to get your round on. It's like... It's, it... To have memory and RAM, you still need you still need physical matter to build to build these devices and to run stuff on it. It doesn't matter what you do. You you're not gonna you're not gonna come up with you're not gonna be able to come up with something that's not physical that can store data on it, and therefore the amount of data the amount of the amount of data in the simulated simulated world you mean? Well, no. If you're in a simulation, technically you can do anything, but if this is a simulation, then what they're saying is for us to create our own simulation within our simulation, there. We have not been simulated with enough atoms in our universe to create to create an, a, a, a to create a, a computer chip with enough RAM to store that data on. Never mind power the computer chip, you know, and all the other bits that you need to do with it. 
once we get to that stage of evolution, then we will be able to create simulated worlds. And we'll give that, that so if, if you and I, in, in 10,000 years' time, sat at a table, I said, this, we, we went wrong around the dinosaur period. Let's see what we could do different with that. So we'll create scenarios, and we can tweak it a little bit. And we'll give, uh, we'll give, uh, we'll give them free will. We'll give them conscious, because you can actually create conscious through computer code. And then we can just put different scenarios. So we won't, we won't give them Donald Trump this time. We'll give them X, Y, Z. I mean, we'll see what does that do anything to the world they live in now. And that's it. You run, they call them ancestor simulations, where you sort of go back and then it's, it, you, you think, you, you're talking about obviously the technology. Yeah, we've not at that stage to create that technology yet. But in our simulation, in probably, say, a thousand years' time, we will be able to. But these physicists are saying you're not, you're not going to be able to do it. You, there aren't enough part, there aren't enough atoms in the universe to, to generate anything with enough RAM to store that amount of data that you would need to store on it to do that. Well, you were That's talking, what they're saying. They're saying it's physically impossible. But it's not physical, it's simulated. So you can create everything. You can create anything. To simulate something, Carlos, you need computer programming power to, to, to run the simulation. It's not possible. Correct. It's not possible to generate that computer program, is what they're saying to store all these different particles that are interacting with each other. There's, there's eight, what is 8 billion people on the planet at the moment all doing the different things at the, exactly the same time. You couldn't even simulate two people in a, in a true simulation that were thinking for themselves, fully animated, down to, down to the level. We, we know, scientists know, that we are built up of atoms, right? So they so physically they can go down to the atomic level of every single object and we are no we know we're physically made up of something. So if they can see that with the science we've got in this in this simulation, right? Then that has got that has to be simulated somewhere. So to simulate all these atoms, you would need more atoms than there are available in the entire universe. You have to open your mind on this one. It's like if we're, the, the the way we're developing now, we are creating simulated worlds through simulation, through aviation, we're not. through accident. We are creating that, and we, we're doing it online now. People a very, a very base on very basic levels, very very basic very, levels, Carl. Yes. So what have we come from the 1980s to now, and then so in 40 years time, 40 years, we've we've had a quantum leap. What we're we going to be like in another 10, 20, 30, 40, a thousand years time? So we'll, we'll we'll literally we have our own world with our own laws. We won't we create. A, we will. We will. We'll have a different. We won't. Once we they can't. Do, they once, can't once even get the. They can't even get the AI right for just one robot. Dude, do you not think then, right, that this simulation hypothesis, the fact that people that say they can prove it's not, and people will just argue to say that well, you can You're in a simulation, so the evidence that you collect. Is simulated evidence, therefore you can't prove that you're not in a simulation. Do you think it's not similar to the flat earth argument where it's just started out or just is a thought experiment? It's an interesting hypothetical question, doesn't really have an answer and you've just gone down a, a wormhole with it. Do you not uh, think we no, should, I, and if I, it I, is... I think, I, I, I think that is very, would be very disrespectful because it's sort of like it's if you if you if I if I talk to someone about politics and I sway a little bit to the left, I'm Leon Trotsky. 
If I talk to someone about politics and I sway too much to the right, I'm Adolf Hitler. If I talk to someone about politics and I'm very central, I'm a coward, I'm sitting on the fence. So it's just because uh, people can't prove or disprove, you, you've aligned it with uh, Flat Earth. So you, sh- you probably should have said, okay, it's interesting. Maybe I need to investigate. Because a Flat Earth, it's, it's, like, it's like when someone says, I was abducted by aliens. Then a woman says, I was abducted by aliens, but and they brought me back a fish finger. So it's no, like, no. Well, you got one. We got one guy who's had a, who may have had some kind of visitation, but then you've aligned it with someone who's just met a fish finger. So I've uh, so I have aligned it with flat Earth because when you speak to most flat Earth people, they say they got it. They they say they got into flat Earth because they thought it was interested. They didn't believe it. They thought it was just a, a thought experiment, and then they get they get they go that much down the rabbit hole that they actually start believing the stuff itself. So that's why I've aligned it. That's what. So it was just an example. Might not be a brilliant example. I'm not being disrespectful, but to, to simulation, it, not to me, but to simulation but, kind of thing. Yeah, uh, but it is. Yeah, but it's, just, yeah. it's, 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 it's one of them. It's one of them where when you start reading the people who are researching, the people who are sort of leading the 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 research on this, it's not like it's the people. If I said to you. Uh, we need to find a cure for cancer tomorrow. These are the people you would call. So that's why it's people like Professor uh, Richard Dawkins, is uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Brian Green, uh, Brian Cox. Brian Cox, uh, I think it was actually on um, this morning, and they cut him off after because he says that we, they talked about wormholes, and he says there's a chance now we might not be real. This could be hol- holographic, and they go, okay, I'll leave it at that then. I won't talk about it now. And it's like, as if to say, shut the fuck up, don't talk about that. It's like, and that's what Professor Brian Cox said. He actually said it, I think it was on this morning as well. And you got people, all these people leading scientists, and they obviously, of course, they're in the hypothesis and they say it could be 50-50. It could be not, or it could be. Don't forget you can leave us a review on iTunes and we will mention it on the show, or send us an audio message to get your voice on air. You can ask us or say anything you like. Check out the links on our social media for our merch store. Each purchase will contribute 50 pence towards supporting the podcast. Also subscribing to our YouTube and Twitch channels, or sharing this podcast with friends is very much appreciated.